Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of MLLD Ministering to Laventil in these last days. I am Pastor Kishford Frank and as promised on this episode we're going to be dealing with part 2 of COVID-19 no church. Once again we will hear what some reactions are to this current crisis as it relates to no church as well as how some of our brothers and sisters have been engaging each other in the Word of God during this time. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Psalm 122 verse 1 this is a passage that is fast becoming increasingly appreciated by many across Trinidad and Tobago and the world. A desire to be in the physical space of the church. Since the entrance and spread of COVID-19 to our shows, the government of Trinidad and Tobago, like many others, has enforced quarantine laws that restrict large gatherings. This includes, but is not limited to, church services. This being a new phenomenon to many church-going people, we talk with a couple more of our brethren to hear their reaction to no church. I'm Ashley from Maranatha. Honestly speaking, I saw this coming a mile away. Reason being, I look at the world as a whole, I keep up to date with the world news and for the longest while I've been sitting down in church, I've been observing church worship and I've been seeing a constant complacency among our brethren and honestly it brought me to tears at times because I began asking the question what is going to happen when because everybody keeps telling me about this whole Sunday law thing, right? So I began asking the question what's going to happen when we can't worship in church anymore what are the leaders going to do what are the people going to do what's the congregation what's going to become of the congregation especially of those people who are not as strong spiritually and need to be in church so that was my first um reaction So as to the quarantine itself, I'm not surprised that it happened. What I, what I thought the leaders would have done instead of shutting down churches was to take up, a, um, take up the position of um, the same thing that the early church used to do, which was that they had house churches. So a small group of people led by, let's say, an elder or somebody knowledgeable. You sit down, you have Bible studies, you have discussions. Well, you read the Bible, you have discussions, you pray, you worship. The way that church is supposed to be and the way that church used to be. So that is what I thought would have happened. And honestly, I'm highly disappointed that um, as an Adventist, as Adventists, we stooped to fear. So last Sabbath, I visited my fiance and his family and um, we, well, we watched 3ABN. We had our own worship session 
we had our own bible study session and then my fiance and i went and we studied daniel and the revelation as well as um we went through job which was something we were led to do and we compared all of those to the human suffering that we feel now and we also went into the historical context of the book of job and a whole conversation ensued from that and we basically ended up discussing how the world is going to recover from this fallout after this virus cools down so to speak i mean we're on this we both understand and accept that this is going to come in waves but ultimately the world is not going to be the same after this so we are eagerly awaiting and preparing for what's to come Hi, this is Salat from Love Until Adventist Church. Honestly, I was I was just kind of happy that I would have that these couple of Sabbaths to rest in. But even as I went through the day, the first Sabbath under quarantine, I did some reading. I was happy to catch up with my reading. In patriarchs and prophets I'm part of a group where we cover on a daily basis we try to read a chapter a day so I was happy to catch up on some of that reading I also followed the live stream offered by the South Caribbean conference and also spent some time with the children in their activities This Sabbath, it was a little different. I mean, I didn't get my reading in, but I used the time, most of the time, to either reflect on the words stealth, wealth, and health as it pertains to the coronavirus and how it functions. And then I applied that, those three words, to a biblical character and see how that informed his behavior. And the character that I selected was Job. Satan moved stealthily in his life, causing the loss of his wealth and his health. But his response, Job's response to calamity was really a fine example as to why God would have boasted on him to Satan. So the two Sabbaths left me in a a wonderful mode of self-reflection really seeking to strengthen my own relationship with God and praying and hoping that as a church, we experience reformation. My name is Anita Haynes-Thomas and um, I go to Maranatha Church and six five other women and myself make six 
van maar Nathan, we gaan together en we we download een app called Zoom, which I, I think most people are familiar with. And we went and we had a study with the six of us. And it was very interesting, very informative. I enjoyed it a lot. Actually, I think I enjoyed more than coming to church because we get to know each other on a one-on-one. And we discuss topics without having to put on any air, like speaking in big highfalutin languages, you know. Whereas in a church setting now, we tend to try to impress each other even by praying. I'm a, I am a new convert, a year and something since I've been baptized. And I'm not so much familiar with, I may not have eloquent words to pray as like a prayer warrior, but however small and simple I could pray is what I did. And I was, I felt comfortable enough to pray. Where sometimes I feel ashamed if I in church to pray because I figure I might not say the right things. I might be fumbling along. I don't want, I don't know somebody would laugh. You know things like that. A kind of insecurity then. But I was quite secure with this group. They make me felt at home. We worship. We, we pray, we worship, we give a word, we give a word pertaining to the Israelites, the bondage they were in, and how they were, um, how God showed favor over them, because they are his people, we all are, but remember the Egyptian was fighting a war with them, against one them to, to denounce God, and Pharaoh didn't want to let them go, and, um, what I, what was what impressed me the most in all the plagues was the dark the darkness that when the darkness take over Egypt where the Israelites were they had lights right too and that was showing God's grace and faith on the life and we as Christians had a whole study to that promise because just as how we help in the Israelite times he will help also in this time because he's a God of yesterday today and forever and that much I know Even if I don't know much, I'm willing to learn and I'd like to know that I could get somebody who could mentor me. If I call and ask a, a question, it wouldn't be a problem, you know. And um, you see, we as converts, we, we need guidance. Yeah, we might be elderly, we might be, be quiet, I'm 62, but I'm still a babe in the sense of biblically, I don't know much in the Bible. And um, Although I was born and grew, I grew up in Adventist, I didn't take the teaching because when you're young, you're not studying that. So when I came 40 something years, I was out there in the wilderness. So when I came back, when I came back, I was glad to come back and to, it come like a, I'm a new babe all over again. I'm now learning things in the Bible that I should have known all these years, but it's never too late. God, God get me back in the nick of time. So that is one of my testimony, and I always give that testimony how. I was out in the world and God brought me back just before the um, door closed for um, for pardon. So I'm glad I am here in the house of the Lord and I worship Him. And, and as, some, as our pastor said, we are the church. You know how they're going to build in to worship God. And I thank God for that. Pastor, I like how you're reaching out to us, the common folks. This is a, a good forum for us to tell you what how we 
review different points as well and everybody give the little um discussion so thanks for listening and you have a blessed day bye bye well there you have it folks as we come to the end of this second episode of covid 19 no church covering perspectives and approaches on the subject and hey let us not think as for or against when it comes to how others feel about the subject it's not a wrong or right answer to the subject let us appreciate each other for after all we are all in this together i will share with you my humble perspective as i have shared it with some of my lovely brethren the truth is i am sure god hears the yearning in the hearts of those of us who feel the pangs of breach and distance from the current situation that desire to be together as brethren is one that is near and dear to our heavenly father it's no wonder why one of these days he is going to bring all of us together even those from whom we are now separated by death he is going to bring us together but for the present since our god is not limited to the church building therefore our praying and singing our studying and encouraging cannot be either now let's face it we may or may not be back in the church building very soon we don't know but what we do know is that even if we go back not even church will be the same again there are laws that are being formulated and others already formulated just to be enforced that will change life as we know it forever and the church gatherings will be no exception to the rule in fact as the devil will have it as his target we can guarantee that the church will be on the list but in the midst of all of this there is a joy inside of me to consider that we have preached these pending prophecies for years and they are not future ideas they are biblical truths being fulfilled right before our eyes i'm excited to be alive to see the exactitude of the word of god the good news that prevents fear in me and in so many of you is that as seventh day adventists we know how the drama unfolds we know how the story ends for we have a more sure word of prophecy second peter 1:19 so i encourage you during this time to stock up yes stock up not just on medication and cleaning agents no stock up on the word for thy word have i hid in my heart 
that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11 Stock up, not just on food supplies, for man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 Stock up on the rich treasure of the word, for the real tribulation that lies ahead. Stock up. Stock up. Oh, my people, stock up. I believe that our God in his wisdom has shut us away from the building, from the performance, so that we can go and lock ourselves away and dig deep in the word of God so that when we come out, oh, how we will shine like the stars, how we will take this world by storm so that as we prepare for the latter rain, oh, how God will do a mighty work amongst his people. Let us remain faithful right where we are as we brace ourselves for impact.